Welcome to the Lexington Public Library's Tales from the Kentucky Room podcast, where we discuss everything Lexington and Fayette County history. I'm Miriam, and in each episode of this podcast, we will feature a guest that will share a piece of local history. So thank you for tuning in and enjoy. Hi, everyone. Our previous podcast on the history of baseball in Kentucky with Wayne was really popular. I know many of you are missing baseball, so here are some of the outtakes of the podcast with Wayne. We hope you enjoy listening with us. And I also want to uh, just briefly talk about some of the Lexington-born players who actually made it all the way to the major leagues. Okay. You know, I mentioned Tony Mack, and even though I think he only pitched two or three innings in the major leagues before probably arm problems hurt him, he made the major leagues. That's a that's an achievement it in is. itself. The very few baseball players are able to achieve so just making the major leagues is is quite an achievement but i want to mention some of the other players Derek bryant who i also believe went to uk he was born in lexington Mm -hmm. i grew up in lexington and he played major league ball for a few years or i think at least one year with the oakland athletics back in early to mid 70s joe cowley who was born in lexington and played at lafayette high school had a Pretty good career in Major League Baseball. I actually pitched a no-hitter. He was a pitcher mm-hmm. and was quite the player. I mentioned Colin Calgill, uh, Marvis Foley, who I don't believe was born in Lexington but uh, grew up here, went to Henry Clay High School, played at UK. He, he ended up becoming a catcher f- for the White Sox, Chicago White Sox. Ben Revere uh, went to Lexington Catholic and I think led them to one of their state championships. Mm-hmm. He played for the Phillies. Chaz Rowe, who made Mr. Kentucky baseball back in the late 2000s. And Chaz Rowe is still in, in the major leagues. He's a okay. relief pitcher. Okay. Uh, you have Robbie Ross, who played, I think, over at the Lexington Christian Academy, who who I'm not sure he's in the majors right now, but played for a number of years as a mm-hmm. relief pitcher. You have A.J. Ellis, who played at Dunbar and was a catcher for a few years for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Jeff Parrott, who went to Lafayette and UK, and he was a pretty good relief pitcher for the, mostly for the Philadelphia Phillies back in, the, I believe, probably the 1980s, mm-hmm. early 90s. You know, I mentioned Brandon Webb, who didn't grow up in Lexington, but went to UK and won to Cy Young. Uh, and I'm sure I'm leaving some people out, but there's a few I want to talk a little bit more about. John Shelby was born in Lexington and went to Henry Clay High School, and he ended up having a long career in the major leagues and actually played, was a a starting outfielder for the 1983 uh, Baltimore Orioles, Mm. led by most valuable player, Kyle Ripken. (laughs) But anyway, Shelby was a starting center fielder, I believe, for the Orioles in their championship year. And then he also was a starting center fielder for the 1988 Los Angeles Dodgers. So he's, he's got two World Series rings for himself. There's a player who's currently in the major leagues who's a really good relief pitcher who was born in Lexington, but he shortly moved from Lexington after he was born, I think maybe when he was three years old, Tyler Clippert, who's a pretty good relief pitcher. we got to claim credit for him. There's another player that I, I never knew this. I, I followed this guy's career. I watch a lot of major league baseball, and I never realized this guy was born in Lexington because he, again, he moved out from Lexington yeah. shortly after he was born. But Travis Fryman, who was a, a really good third baseman for the Cleveland Indians, had a real good career 
in the major leagues. Had some, put up some pretty good stats. He was born in Lexington. Now that I really want to talk a little bit further about that played Major League Baseball that were born in Lexington. Well, one of them I've already mentioned, John Shelby. And Austin Kearns is another Lafayette graduate. Mm. And Austin Kearns grew up in Lexington, oh. going through all the various leagues. I can imagine watching him play a little <laughs> t-ball. I'm sure he, he, he was probably a little bit better than the other other kids playing. But anyway, he was a he was a great baseball player at Lafayette. Actually, signed a scholarship to go play in Florida for uh, University of Florida, which is a great baseball school. But he got drafted, I think, in 1980 by the Cincinnati Reds in the first round at number seven. So oh. I think that's the highest draft pick of any Lexington player. Okay. And of course, he couldn't turn down that money. And he had a really good uh, career with the Cincinnati Reds for a number of years. Then I think he went to the Washington Nationals and he retired a few years ago. But mm -hmm. uh, he's one of the better players to come out of Lexington. You also had Doug Flynn, who was, you know, we mentioned Bobby yeah. Flynn earlier. Well, Bobby Flynn is Doug Flynn's father. Okay. And Doug Flynn went to Bryan Station High School. He was a multi-sports star. And he went to UK for one year and then, mm -hmm. I guess, dropped out. And he eventually started going to the tryout camps for Cincinnati Reds. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he ended up making the Cincinnati Reds. He was a member of the 1975 and 1976 World Series Big Red Machine winners. Mm -hmm. He got uh, traded in 1977 to the New York Mets for Tom Seaver, who's a Hall of Fame pitcher. Well, anyway, Doug Flynn had a, a really good major league career, ended up winning the Gold Glove for the best fielding second baseman, I believe, mm -hmm. in 1980. And a f funny story about that is I ran across an article when I was doing some research. Flynn, when he was playing Little League, I mentioned a, a Little League Western coach who had that 56-game winning streak. Well, Doug Flynn played on that team, and he was a pitcher, and he pitched a no-hitter one day, and he struck out 14 players, and the only reason he didn't get a perfect game mm -hmm. was a player on the team committed an error. <laughs> and the player that committed the error was Gold Glove winner Doug Flynn. <laughs> you would think it would be that kid out in right field who couldn't pick the ball up or something. But uh, I just think that's a funny story that I bet Doug Flynn's the only Gold Glove winner <laughs> ever to uh, lose a perfect game due to his own fielding error. But anyway, Doug Flynn was a great player and had, had a very good career. Another notable fact about Doug Flynn is that one of the hardest things to do in baseball is hit a triple. He actually hit three triples in one Major League game, and he's oh. like one of only 29 players in the history of Major League Baseball to hit three triples in one game. That's yeah. unheard of. Yeah. And anyway, if, if you have to pick a first family of Lexington baseball, it'd have to be the Flynn's with mm -hmm. Bobby Flynn doing what he did back in the day, and then Doug Flynn making the major leagues. So very, very prominent uh, baseball family. Uh, another player I want to talk about is Lou Johnson. He played for the Lexington Hustlers for yeah. a season or two, and he grew up here in Lexington, grew up over off Limestone mm -hmm. in Proudtown. And he actually had a long major league career. He played at Dunbar in basketball and football, mm -hmm. but didn't play baseball. I don't think he played any organized baseball until, like, after high school. But yet he made the major leagues. 
and had a long career. Started out with the Cubs and got traded, I think, to the Angels. Mm-hmm. His big break was with the Los Angeles Dodgers. He got called up like early May 1965 and played a prominent part in the Los Angeles Dodgers winning the World Series that year. And in fact, he hit the game-winning home run in, 19, in 1965 in Game 7 against mm-hmm. the Minnesota Twins. Sandy Koufax, who this is my podcast, so I can say this. Sandy <laughs> Koufax, the greatest pitcher of all time, was a pitcher of that game and pitched a shutout, but you can't win a shutout game unless one of your guys can score. Well, anyway, Lou Johnson hit the uh, game-winning home run, and the Dodgers won two to nothing. So Lou Johnson had a very good career in the major leagues, had a, had a street and a park named after him, and a t-ball league named after him here in Lexington. I used to have a baseball autograph by Lou Johnson because his mother had some connection with First Security Bank, and my mom worked at First Security Bank Mm -hmm. and got me an autographed baseball. And I don't know what happened to it. but (laughs) How do you not know what happened to it? (laughs) I don't know. I used to have a baseball autograph by Mickey Mantle and the New York Yankees, and I kind of gave that away to a family member. But Mm -hmm. in speaking of, of signed baseballs, I noted here in my comments, I was going to talk about baseball cards just Mm. briefly, and then I'll get back to one more player. Growing up as a kid, Mm. collecting baseball cards was like the thing. Yeah. It was for a long time, even when I was a kid. I I (laughs) spent plenty of money collecting (laughs) baseball cards. The gum was great, but because you you got a piece of gum with every bag. But collecting baseball cards, putting them together team by team, Mm -hmm. and you would trade baseball cards with other kids. Mm -hmm. And if I had my baseball cards from the 60s -hmm. today, we would be doing this podcast from Las Vegas (laughs) (laughs) because I'd be pretty rich. But I guess any kid can say that. Yeah. Uh, Because if everybody saved their baseball cards, they probably wouldn't be worth it. Very much, but I, I think back to that on occasion. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how I got rid of them, but if I still had those baseball cards, <laughs> uh, I would be in good shape. Let me mention one other player because he's a current player, mm-hmm. and he was born in Lexington and uh, went to Henry Clay High School, and then uh, went to Vanderbilt and helped lead them to the College World Series title a few mm-hmm. years ago, and is now playing for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and he has stardom written all over him. Is Walker Bueller. Okay. A pitcher for the Dodgers. And he's probably the latest player uh, from Lexington who has the potential to be a major league star. Yeah. He's relatively young. I think he's like 25. So just remember that name. If he can stay he healthy, sure I think he will. Thanks for listening to Tales from the Kentucky Room, a podcast brought to you by the Central Library's Kentucky Room staff at the Lexington Public Library. If you enjoyed listening, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you have any questions about local history or genealogy research, you can visit us in the Kentucky Room to use our collection and newspaper microfilm. Or you can email us at elibrarian at lexpublib.org. That's elibrarian at l-e-x-p-u-b-l-i-b dot org. I'm Miriam, and we'll be back with another trip down Lexington's memory lane.